That's why I'm running for re-election. I'm running for re-election. For re-election. <laughs> He's running. Who are we kidding? He's just stumbling all over, looking for his marbles. But the puppeteers are saying that Joe and Kamala are going for a second term. And yet, within seconds, there was a cleanup on aisle six because the world's worst press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, just fumbled away any notion that Biden would make it through a second term. Does the yep. president um, plan to serve all eight years? I'm not, I'm just not going to get ahead of the president. That's something for him to decide. I'm just not going to get ahead of it. And we're, there's a 2024 uh, campaign. Anything related to that, I would refer you to that. Not get ahead of it? No one wants to get behind it. But please do try to convince me to vote for you, Joe. Give me your best shot. When I ran for president four years ago, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America. And we still are. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead, we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. Oh yeah, sure. He goes on to say that he knows America, or at least the corruption that is within him and it. And then he says, Every generation has faced a moment, and this is our moment. Says the man who has been in political office for five decades and has done nothing but get himself a whole lot wealthier. What generation is he talking about? He has been an elected official for every generation that is living right now. But hey, he has work to do. Let's finish this job. I know we can. Because this is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we cannot do if we do it together. Ah, yes. Let's finish the job. Did he even start the job? Because all he ever talks about is how bad it's been having had Donald Trump as president. And they are working on stuff. But we are also lied to believe that Joe's doing all the things right now. And he's doing them whatever those things are, so well, in fact, that most Americans want anyone, anyone but him to run for president. NBC's April poll showed that only 26% of respondents want Joe Biden to run for president. Joe Biden, who is the current president, and 70% do not want him to run. Now that is sad. Now, I will mention, as you saw there, that only 35% want Donald Trump to run and 60% say he should not run. I mean, if either of these men ran and won, which they are running right now, they would be in their 80s, Joe Biden 86, and Donald Trump 82 by the end of the term. I mean, <laughs> what could go wrong with that? I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> a message was just patched up to the cockpit for you. I'm not sure I've got it right. POTUS in a bicycle accident? You got it right. You, you got it right. 
But we know it is much worse than that with Joe. His performance on a bicycle, shockingly, isn't nearly as bad as his policies and performance as president. And the people get it. The same NBC poll from earlier shows Joe sitting at 41% approval rating, which is one step above the bottom of the toilet bowl from May of 2022, when his approval rating was at 39%. Do you remember what was happening at that time? It was a historic month, as for the first time in history, all 50 states were united in paying more than $4 per gallon of gas. By mid-May, the national average was around $4.40. And for all you Democrat-loving blue states, well, you were crossing the $6 per gallon threshold. But wow, how far we've come since then. So naturally, the question of the day is this. What's the uh, over-under on Joe Biden being re-elected to be president of the United States? Let me know your thoughts in the comments and then share this video so we can all laugh together. It should be noted that Biden announced on early Tuesday morning, presumably after his spooning in of his mushy porridge or his Weetabix, but before Perry Mason had actually come on. And when I say announced, really, it was just a video in which Biden said a handful of sentences. And more than likely, he had many outtakes for just those few sentences. The man can't even make a live announcement to announce his reelection because the man is not alive. He is 80 years old and can't speak sensically, just creepily. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. And this is when you have to remember what we as a nation are up against. Do you want Joe Biden and company to continue their quest to take control away from you, the parents and the grandparents of the children, because they, the government, believe they own your children? We see it every day in the schools. We see it every day in the libraries. And we see it every day on the catwalk where they want your children to be used in their perverted fantasies. Now, there has been one voice able to project loud and clear on the dangers happening all around our children. His name is Tucker Carlson, and up until Monday, consistently had one of the top shows on all of cable news, and he would call out this nonsense. So let's say you were interested in sexualizing children, and unfortunately some people are, what would you do? You might have a drag queen story hour at a library or a school, that's where you would indoctrinate and sexualize children. It's happening across the country. Carlson is very blunt about it and told it like it is to millions of viewers each night. And I mean millions, as he was consistently crushing what could barely be considered competition. On the night that would become his last, Friday, April 21st, he had 2.646 million viewers. And almost poetically, he ended with a pizza party. We just thought, what a great way to end the week. Yeah. Truly, that was a great segment, and I'm just grateful that you came on, and I'm especially grateful for the pie. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Employee of the week. We're going to just make it of the year. Tyler Morrell of Coco's Pizza. That's it for us for the week. We'll be back. Well, he won't be, but he might as well go out with a full belly. Now, we don't know yet what happened over the weekend, but if Tucker didn't pull a pretty woman moment when he departed... Well, he missed a golden opportunity. Big mistake. Big. Huge. I have to go shopping now. 
And depending on what Tucker's contract had said, if he has a non-compete clause and or a NDA, which would blur the lines, he should be shopping for a place to call home. Let's just say he has some uh, weight behind him that will make him profitable. When word got out on Monday that Carlson was no longer with Fox, the corporation's stock fell about $962 million and losing up to 5% at times during the day. Now, for you visual folks, this is what it looked like. Crash and burn right there. And you have to remember, this follows Fox News settling a defamation lawsuit with Dominion Voting Systems to the tune of $787.5 million. So it's suffice to say that Fox News has had a rainy, no, no, a stormy April. But it wasn't all doom and gloom. On the very same day Carlson was ousted, so too was CNN's Don Lemonhead, who apparently must have been found out to be past his prime. If you know, you know. This week started with some firecrackers going off, and then Joe Biden got involved and everything just kind of fizzled out. Now that the Biden campaign announced he is supposedly, you know, running for office, there'll be plenty more gaffes to come. For now, keep giving your Fs, faith, family, and friends. Share this video for a laugh so, you know, you don't cry. And until next time, stay healthy, America.